Hello, Jamie. What's hey, new? Kurt. Well, I, I've, I have learned for the, for the listeners that Kurt has like a couple different ways that he gets queued up and keyed up for like each episode. And the one that I hadn't seen in a long time, but I particularly enjoy is when he kind of goes metal on me and starts to, <laughs> yeah. I, I like, I like a good, I got like a good metal song every now and then, but yeah. Yeah. I, it's, it's the curveballs, the, the wild, you know, you've, and, and you were telling me in the warm up too, that you, you almost were dabbling in, since we hadn't done an episode in a while, you were sort of thinking about our, our secret other podcast of Jamie and Kurt talk about baseball and that's right yeah it, it's a rabbit hole that yeah but might might, it our, might love, uh, our love of teams that do not exist anymore and <laughs> reminiscing about little little league and days at the ballpark yeah well i i yeah i don't know if you want me to get to talk about it but the i was kind of talking about this bobblehead that i got and then we talked about um minor league baseball teams. And then, so I went to a minor league baseball game. I bought a hat because their logos are always pretty cool. And hold on a sec here. Now I'm getting, of course, interruptions from Danielle. She just started calling and now I'll have to cut this part out. It gives me more work to do. And so let's see if that you want to just start over keeps it at bay. You okay? No, that's fine. It's, it's like, okay. yeah, I have to cut rhubarb out of the yard. So that's like, <laughs> like, great. Let's talk about bobbleheads. But anyway, let's see. So I'll just start like up again and say, so I was, I was at, at the Lansing Lugnuts baseball game and we were love, talking about love lower division team names. Yeah. And, and I mean, I, and I, I, I don't say that like in a, like a, a teasing sort of way. I just think it's just, there's the level of personality and passion that, that both the franchises as well as the fans have for the sport and the players that are on the pitch or mm -hmm. on the, on the baseball diamond or, Soccer feels the same way for me. We've talked about our our Flint City Bucks. Mm -hmm. Hey, they're in the uh, they're in the playoffs again. Sweet, sweet. Speaking of which, but yeah, yeah, the lug nuts, which is really cool and a cool name, cool logo. So I bought the hat. I should have brought the hat out, but and actually, they're in Michigan. I think there's like the Traverse City Beach Bums or something like that. Which, so my point was our our secret podcast should probably be something like let's start collecting all the minor league baseball hats. There's a lot. I was Googling there's a lot. Yeah. There's right. actually, and there's apparently the minor league teams have like these, like they had like the Latin American league or this sort of like doppel. Well, it's not, it's not a doppelganger, but it's like an alternative, a mascot, some of them. So Lansing Lugnuts has the, the locos. I forget the full name, but basically they have another hat that you can buy that has this crazy like bird on the front 
I mean, and this color scheme, like it's teal and yellow. I mean, it's this loud color scheme. And then so they have this the lug nuts hat and then the locos. And I was like, oh my gosh, I really want this this locos hat too. But I didn't want to shell out. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like minor <laughs> minor league baseball and lower division soccer. Um, and I don't mean lower as in like poor. I just mean it's not it's you know, minor poor. league. Yeah, it's minor league, you know, minor league for soccer. Some of them have the most amazing jerseys and sort of fan experiences. I, I, I'll share this, and then we can probably get to the get to the coffee, or it might seem like we're totally jacked on coffee right now. But <laughs> I, I just heard about this team. It's in, I want to say it's in England, like a lower division, but it might be Scotland. And someone was just. I haven't seen it. I need to go and find it like a, an image of this, but someone was describing it as this team has a new kit, a new Jersey, and they have apparently modeled it after some kind of mascot. When you said mascot, it made me think of it that they have. And the mascot is the way they describe it is like, if like Lisa Simpson was like on like a crate, like, like had been melted and sort of stretched and was wearing a kilt. <laughs> Apparently they've put that on a Jersey, which just sounds totally insane. And so there's 11, you know, guys running around a soccer field with a melted Lisa, Lisa Simpson and a kilt on their chest. It really seems totally ridiculous, but why not? Yeah. I'm going to have to look that up too. Yeah. Anyway. So, uh, yeah, th- we we can go on. We should probably dedicate maybe a whole uh, a whole other hour to <laughs> graphic design gone wrong. Oh yeah, I I believe ninety nine percent invisible has covered stuff like that on their own. So hey, we can either recommend people to them or we can do another one ourselves. Right. So for coffee, and we 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 can quickly dive into that. I'm uh. Sticking with my local guys, and I've got the, it's called the Berry Kiss. I've had it before. We've talked about it before. But I I think it's becoming, as much as I love Damn Fine Cup of Coffee for its reference to Twin Peaks, their their Berry Kiss one is a nice light roast that has a nice sort of fruited uh, aroma. It kind of has this berry flavoring. I mean, it's not flavored, but it has, it just has this nice sort of sweet and fruity note note to the, to the scent. So it's nice. I like it. Cool. Very cool. And, uh, and so what about you? It's, oh, it's, it's, we're still doing dark roast, black dark roast, black as midnight. Yeah. Well, you can't, yeah. Can't go wrong. Yeah. With a little, Damn. with a nice, good dark roast. So so let's let's jump in. There was a couple of points that we wanted to make on on a new sketch. Do you want to share you had and you wanted to share something first, but you want to talk about the sketch and then go to the Yeah, yeah. Well the, I, I think you know you you had a immediate love for this sketch and kind of prompted sort of an interesting conversation. And I I this is one of those ones that just sort of, I, I, I almost refer to it as a warm-up sketch because it's one where similar to ones I've described in the past where I don't have a, I'm not necessarily looking at an object or a place or a space. This is just 
trying to empty your thoughts mm-hmm. and kind of let yourself kind of almost have a, an automatic drawing in a sense, and then sort of see where it leads. But then as that drawing starts to come out on the page, you just sort of, I'm left-handed. So I see my right hand and I start to draw my right hand and kind of weave that into this sort of grappling at space and thoughts. And, um, and I think that that maybe was something that you saw and reacted to in a different way, but I appreciated your reaction and I'll, I'll, I'll take it. So. Yeah, sure. It's funny. Well, I I think this landed online about the same day or same time that I, when I went to our local planetarium, which we, when we were there, they, they did brag and say that it is the largest planetarium in the state of Michigan. So we're lucky because it's, it's like we could walk there, although on a super hot day, we did not walk, we drove, but (laughs) it's very close to our house and it's part of the Flint Cultural Center. And so it's always fun to, to, to go to the planetarium, but we went specifically for, they had a showing where they, the presenter or the staff person, I don't know, or planetarium dome scientist talked about the new images from the Webb telescope. And we had talked about the web a while back, I forget what episode, and in how it was preparing to launch. And so now that we've gotten some of the first images out of it, even though the, your explanation of the sketch doesn't have really... A, a, a direct connection to outer space or anything, but it did kind of strike me as like a little bit of like this, this, well, the hand, but it's also like kind of a space suit, the abstract elements around it. But then the, the, the sort of a playing with different scale, right? You have the hand and then you have these objects, like the, the perspective kind of punch through the hand and then on top of the hand and these sort of random elements kind of gave me like a Kubrick, like space odyssey, futuristic abstraction of, of what outer space could be. And that's the thing, like with with seeing the web images is like, how does a a human brain wrap your head around the, the vastness of the universe? And they explained that with the telescope, we can see now 13 so the what is theorized or i don't know how they measure it but they basically say that the the universe is 13.8 billion light years big and continually expanding and so the hubble can reach 13.1 billion light years with its distance and the web now can do thir- they have measured that it can do 13.3 billion light years so even though it's 0.2 to 0.1 to 0.3 billion light years difference between hubble and webb in science terms that's a massive improvement and that's a big like leap forward to being able to because what they noticed and i think the image that you were talking about off off camera or whatever we want to call it, they were, or there was a couple of images that, that, well, that have come out, but they at first thought there was like a, a, a fault, like in the camera, but the, because there was this like streak in the, in one of the images that they're looking at. And then they realized that, no, it's the fact that the camera is even better than they expected. 
and can actually see farther away or fainter and farther objects than they thought they could see or thought they were going to get. So it's pretty fascinating. And then they went into all this, uh, the science of how dirt, we, we, we talk about, I talk about this in my acoustics and lighting class. We talk about the visible light spectrum, the electromagnetic spectrum, the broader spectrum. And we can only see with our human eye, a very small sliver. And the Hubble and the web are, are tipped toward early infrared and mid infrared. So beyond the visible light spectrum that our eye can see. And so the images that they take, and I'm all really, so hopefully I sound as amped up as I am. This stuff is so fascinating, but they, they basically have to filter the images. So if, what if we looked at the raw image, we would either see nothing or like this sort of gray splash or whatever, because our eye can't see the thing. So they, they put, they cast filters on it to sort of scale it back to the RG, RGB or the RGB, the, the rainbow of colors that we can see so that we can actually assess. So we can, so probably more the lay person like us can understand comprehend, something, yeah, comprehend yeah, what the right, heck it is. Right. But it, then the, so then it's like, it's like, it's kind of like looking at the matrix. So the scientists are looking at the data from the camera more so than the actual image. Cause so then they can tab, they can use the data from the, the infrared spectrums that the, the frequencies in the electromagnetic frequency range that they're getting and compare the data points across images. So that's like, to me, like looking at the matrix, like they're not yeah. looking at images anymore. They're just looking at data and read visualizing it in a whole other anyway. So it's, it's, it's pretty fascinating. And then, so they cast it on the big planetarium dome and zoom in on parts. And they talked about how the, the cool thing with the web is they will be, or maybe there's another camera, but the, you can download these images that are like billions of pixels, millions, billions of pixels large. I mean, they'll fill up your hard drive probably, <laughs> but, and then you could zoom in, zoom in, zoom in and see all this detail. So anyways, it was, so this, I think it was like the same day that you made the sketch and I was like, Hey, we got to talk about the web. <laughs> you no, know, absolutely. Well, let, let's pull up an image of it while we're, while we're chatting oh, yeah. here. Do you, um, do you have it ready? I think I've got it ready. Yeah. And, and I, we were trying to keep this short and then I just kind of blabbed through it, but Hey, we'll change gears to the, Ooh. to your image. And, and so that while you're pulling that up, it's just really interesting to see what we've gotten out of the, the camera. So this is, I think one of the first ones that they, oh yes, yeah, the first image it says there, which everything in that image basically is another galaxy, which is kind of just, I don't know. I just can't even fathom. Oh, you wanna, you wanna know one fun fact? Is the, uh, are you listening? Yes. <laughs> So you see how the like is this the, on? Is this yes, on? Is, is you see you see how the 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 sort of glare from the the sort of star-like object in the middle there? Yeah, yeah those are the ones that are closer to us. The fact that it's hexagonal 
is due to the shape of the mirror on web right so it's a it's a a fault so to speak based on how the image is being captured so the the lens it's still a camera it has to foc focus light and into the the lens of the the uh, the camera and our reflector on the web happens to be a hexagonal sort of honeycomb construction which then will make that sort of defect whereas the hubble is squarish so it'll be like four points and so we have six points so i thought that was kind of interesting so the the planetary nebula this was cool and they realized that i don't know if they, if they if you have the a different version of this image but there's a there's actually like two galaxies or two stars i believe in the center of or two galaxies i'm going to forget but so in the center it's not actually one but there's two galaxies that are really close to each other so oh yeah and that's the what's the name of that the carina nebula yeah that thing so cool it's just crazy yeah, all it's all clouds, clouds of dust and all those dusts get compressed into stars like they generate as they condense that the mass then becomes a star and yeah no so. it's yeah no i i mean it's it's one that it's, i mean it's a topic you and i've talked about quite a bit i mean and it's we've had a couple different episodes that have sort of leaned into that and i was i was excited when the the images dropped i i've been i have the app on my phone that sort of tracked web's progress as it went out to its stationary orbit which just like the physics of that is which just it's like, like a, i think they said it's a hundred million miles away it's just crazy. And it, it controls something a hundred million. It's like, pff, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's math, right? Yeah. But yeah, it, it's, it's amazing. And, and, and I think I had shared, in, like you said, in one of those previous episodes, we were talking about it. There's a great sort of space, space man sketch when, when web launched mm -hmm. that I had mm -hmm. done and we had, we'd sort of chatted about it, but yeah, there was a, there was a moment, gosh, it's probably like 10 years ago now where NASA was, had a, a, uh, a two-scale mock-up of the Webb telescope that they were shuttling around the U.S. to different festivals and different events, really to, to celebrate what they're doing, but also sort of kind of the excitement that you were just talking about and, and expressing for everybody of the wonder and the, the, the imagination that sort of is involved in this for folks who these types of endeavors. I mean, it's science, it's, it's wonder, it's, it's, it's creativity. And so Em and I were able to, to go and, and see that. I was well, actually South cool. by South by Southwest festival. They had it here in Austin and or had the web, the web telescope here in Austin to kind of show it off and show the scale of it and had a bunch of NASA scientists and engineers kind of talking to adults, kids, anybody who would listen about this amazing mission that now has been realized and we're all getting to see the fruits of that labor and it it's pretty exciting yeah yeah there's i mean we could go on well even what i learned in like a half an hour but it, you could go on and on forever about it just so so fascinating but yeah well thanks for uh, inspiring an interesting conversation really absolutely absolutely